Long Before Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Movie Bar Podcast, the average movie podcast for average movie fans by average movie fans. I am your host, John, and tonight I am here with just Justin. Only me. Huh. Well, we'll see if that's good or bad. <laughs> uh, Kyle couldn't join us tonight, but the bar is now open. Welcome to episode 27. And today is October 17th, 2022. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, we're going to cover uh, episode 6 of the 101 Scariest Horror Movie Moments next week with episode 7. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch it this week, and usually Kyle likes to I cover that. I watched it. Well, I didn't have time to write it out, so. I started it, but then I got sidetracked, but. So we'll cover that <laughs> next week. I think uh, I took your spot. <laughs> what the, oh yeah. I started it today and it was thirty seventeen minutes in. I was like, oh yeah. well. Uh-huh. <laughs> so but I'll be sure to watch both of them this week and um in other news, uh best known to horror fans for playing Jason Voorhees in Friday the thirteenth. Uh, the final chapter, we learned the sad news that actor stuntman Ted White had passed away. He was 96. I don't, I don't know when Friday the final chapter came out, but. 90s. So I'm used 60 something. Yeah, damn. But, let's jump into upcoming movies. Uh, these will be released this coming Friday, October 21st. Uh, first, we have uh, Ticket to Paradise. A divorced couple teams up and travels to Bali to stop their daughter from making the same mistake they made 25 years ago. I believe that's the one with uh, uh, Julia Roberts and George Clooney. Yes, I thought. And also Black Adam, nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly Black Adam, played by Dwayne Johnson, is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I think they're hoping Dwayne Johnson can save them. Yeah, but that movie does not look very good. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess we can't knock it until we see it. Well, I can knock what I've seen, and what I've seen hasn't been good so far. <clears throat> uh, lastly, we get uh, Detective Knight Rogue. Detective Knight Rogue is the story of Detective James Knight, who foils a robbery and must save his daughter in the process. I've never heard of it. Bruce Willis movie. Ah, made, so, yeah, I gotcha. Okay. So... <laughs> So yeah, that that was all the the main movies coming out this week to movie theaters. Um, upcoming Blu-rays will be released today, Tuesday, September uh, September October eighteenth. Uh, <laughs> we have Return of the Living Dead Collector's Edition, Tropic Thunder to four K, Bullet Train the four K and Blu-ray, The Ring twentieth Anniversary Blu-ray. Bodies, 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 4K and Blu-ray, Orphan First Kill on Blu-ray, 
Rumble on Blu-ray. Did, did you show that to the kids, Rumble? Yeah, I saw that a while yeah. ago. Uh, Pause of Fury are coming to Blu-ray. E.T. 40th Anniversary Edition to Blu-ray and 4K. Nightmare Man on Blu-ray and Becky Special Edition coming to Steelbook, I believe it was. Have you seen Becky? No. That's the Kevin that. James horror movie. We might have to cover I've that. So. seen it on Netflix, I think, yeah. in the selections, but I've never clicked on it. All right, coming to streaming the week of October 15th to the 22nd. We've got The Good Nurse coming to Netflix, 1017. Raymond and Ray coming to Apple on 1021. Matriarch on Hulu on 1021. And My Policeman on Amazon, 1021. Um, I can't say I've heard of three out of four of those. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard of any of those. And then also, um, Joe Bob has his uh, special next this coming Friday. I uh, can't remember what it's called at the moment, but Friday night, 9 o'clock shutter. Brand new Joe Bob Halloween special. So let's get in the movies we watched. Um, so I watched Children of the Corn and thought of your brother. <laughs> I do that every time. <laughs> I watched Halloween 5. I watched Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I watched Halloween Halloween Ends, which next week we're going to have a discussion about. So if you haven't seen it, if you could watch it, you can join the conversation. But Kyle wanted to discuss that next week. Okay. I also watched the Spirit Halloween movie. That's what I figured it would be. And I watched Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, because I had the opportunity Saturday to meet two of the actresses, Beatrice Bopple and Erica Anderson at Monster Expo in Taunton. So I said, well, let me go see what movie this was. So I watched that. I, I don't think I've ever seen that one. I don't know how that's eluded me, but. Yeah. So what have, what have you watched? Not a lot. Um, watched the, the Spy Next Door. That's Jackie, uh, Jackie Chan. Chan. Yep. Yep. Jackie Chan. Kids loved it. The, the wacky karate guy. Um, and then uh, we watched Kung Fu Panda 3, I believe it was. I believe it was number 3. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I uh, didn't watch any any movies other than that this week. I was going to today, but I just I couldn't find anything that Oh, no, wait. No, that's right. I watched VHS 94. I did watch that today. Okay. I finished the whole thing today, but yeah. I, I did watch most of that today. Um, but, yeah, no. Actually, I, I, I think VHS 99 comes out on the 20th. I forgot sure. to add that to the list, but I don't know. We'll find out next week. It's pretty good. Yeah. So let's hop into our picks of the week. Why don't you go first? Alright, so mine this week I went with Insidious. Parents Patrick Wilson and Rose Byrne take drastic measures when it seems their new home is haunted and their comatose son is possessed by a malevolent entity. 
Uh, it was released April 1st, 2011, here in the U.S. It was directed by James Wan, starring Patrick Wilson, Lee Wan L, Rose Byrne, Lynn Shay. Um, this one, I mean, I just loved it. I, th- I thought this was a great movie. Um, fairly original story there. Um, that little jump scare where the demon kind of shows himself was, it was great. I mean, you saw it in the trailer and all that stuff, but still when it happened, it's still kind of knee. Yeah. <laughs> we saw that um, in theaters, didn't we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was a great movie. De- definitely a must around now. Have you seen the other ones? The Cities 2 and Cities 3 and um, Cities 4? Two for sure. Three possibly, definitely not four. Yeah, I don't think I've seen four either. Like, I think the first and the second one were pretty good, and then I was just like, hey, that's a little bit much for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, my pick is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, nearly two decades after being committed to a mental institution for killing his stepfather and older sister, Michael Myers, the old adult version played by Tyler Maine breaks out, intent on returning to the town of Haddonfield, Illinois. He arrives in the hometown on Halloween with the indomitable purpose of hunting down his younger sister, Lori, played by Scout Taylor Compton. And the only thing standing between Michael and a Halloween night of bloody carnage is the psychologist, Dr. Samuel Lewis, Loomis, played by Malcolm McDowell. This was released on August 31st, 2007, directed by Rob Zombie, starring Sherry Moon Zombie, Tyler Maine, Daniel Harris, Scout Taylor Compton, I put the names backwards, Christina, (laughs) and Malcolm McDowell. (laughs) So next week, we're actually going to cover the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. So Convenient, I've seen them. (laughs) I have two. So, all right. Hopping right into the news. All right. One of Hollywood's classic slapstick comedy franchises is looking to make its way back to the big screen. Uh, we got Paramount Pictures is looking to move forward with Naked Gun Reboot with Liam Neeson. Uh, he's in negotiations. We've got uh, Akiva Schaefer. Shafir set to direct. While no green light has been given, sources say it's headed in that direction once the deal closes for Neeson. I mean, I don't know. It's tough because, one, without Kyle here, we can't make fun of him for not having seen this. Which he did confirm uh, to us that he has not seen it. He, he did confirm that. Um, two, I mean, this this is and was a great trilogy of movies i mean leslie nielsen oj simpson Simpson. before getting all stabby um (laughs) i mean uh uh, presley there um i mean it was great the jokes just leslie nielsen was great i mean i i I can see neeson being able to play the straight comedy you know that yeah. deadpan delivery, and but I don't know if I want them messing with the greats. You know. Well, once again, another timeless classic being butchered, 
Well, we don't. We can't we, see butchered yet. We get, yeah, you we know? can't say until we see it. But I, I mean, mean there's there's been some things that have been rebooted or remade or whatever, and you know, maybe they weren't the same as the original, but they could stand alone on their own. That's the best you yeah. can hope for is that it'll stand alone on its own. I don't want a copy. I don't want to rip off. I I just don't want it to also hurt. You know, the originals. So we'll see. Okay, and other news, Ryan Reynolds uh, revealed his production company is doing a documentary on the life of John Candy, and this was confirmed by John Candy's kid. So, yeah, I, th- I think Ryan Reynolds will do a good job being a fellow Canadian. And Yeah, I mean, it's, there's, there's a lot to go over there, and uh, it's good. It's about time. I mean, yeah, miss John Candy. Yes, I can only imagine the roles he'd play if he was still around. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have Tubi's first collaboration with Incendo. Terror Train was shot in Montreal and will premiere on October 21st as part of the platform's successful annual month-long Halloween-inspired genre celebration, Terror on Tubi. The new adaptation produced by Incendo is set to thrill horror fans who have been clamoring for a remake of the 1980 cult classic for years. I can't say I've seen that, so... I believe I started it. It it might be on um, Shudder or... um, There's another service. Screenbox. Might be be Tubi, actually. (laughs) Probably. I went down that that rabbit hole last year. Uh, is it like the midnight meat train? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, funny name, funny name. But yeah, that that was it for news. Um, Terrifier 2 was released back in theaters this past weekend, and people are throwing up and fainting and passing out. And fun, fun. I can't wait for that shit to hit screen box, but there's still no word when it's going to fucking hit screen box. So once it does, we'll let you know. But um, we're going to get into our main topic. This year, we're going to discuss Aeriscope Pictures' annual Halloween shorts. Since 1998, Aeriscope Pictures, which is helmed by Adam Green of Hatchet and cinematographer Will Will Barrett, um, has always created short films in between our feature films and television shows. It's... It's these just-for-fun projects that keep our original spirit alive and provide us with an opportunity to not always take things so seriously while operating within the Hollywood system. Um, It's now been 24 years, and they've always had the same rules of one night, no budget, no stress. So that was from Aeriscope.com. You can find all these on Aeriscope.com as well as Aeriscope's YouTube page, but I believe the longer versions are on Aeriscope.com. So we're going to kind of go through each episode or each short. And then at the end, we'll give our opinions on what was the best, stuff like that. So the first one, which was their kind of introduction into short films, was Columbus Day weekend in 1998. When Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers stalked the same campsite by mistake, Horny teens are slashed, and true love and companionship is found. 
created merely as a joke to screen at the upcoming Halloween party in 1998. Columbus Day weekend may be the most amateur thing they've ever made, but it was their very first short and one that started it all for Aeroscope Pictures. Keep an eye out for the first use of the Sander to the face gag, which we perfected a decade later in Hatchet. Um, do you want to discuss them as we go or discuss them at the end? I mean, I think this is probably the only one I don't really remember all that great. Um, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't watch that one. Um, yeah, I might not have seen that one. I might have missed okay. that one. Um, but, I mean, we can discuss them as we go. That's I the mean, only one I, 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 I don't think I really watched that one. Basically... Uh, um, Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers end up making out at the end or something. Mm-hmm. But there was yeah, a lot I, of I a lot of stories about like there was a they recorded at his friend's house and the parents had one rule: don't let the cat out, and the cat got out twice, mm-hmm. and even scratched Adam Green's eye, like eyeball. So yeah, that's fun. But um, the second one was stage fright which is based on writer-director Adam Green's real-life phobia of public bathrooms. This was came out in 2001. I mean, that was pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's... I, I can imagine it, it, if you're that kind of person, you know, yeah. who can't just go anywhere. I mean, I worked construction for a number of years, so I... Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Um I was in the army. We, the whole woods was our bathroom. We're yeah, I mean, but you know, it, that's pretty funny. And you know, the fact he's kind of you know poking fun of his at himself, yeah. and you know, I mean, it was a good one. It was pretty funny. I I, I can see that. That's a, that's a good one. That kind of and you get that social anxiety when somebody starts talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> you get the guy at the next table. <laughs> yeah, um, I enjoyed it. It's funny, you know, definitely like that he's poking fun at himself, like you said. And, and it was funny because when they were, fi- well, it's not funny, but when they were filming, getting ready to film that one, Will Barrett was, if they had filmed a week earlier, he would have been, he could have possibly been on one of the planes from 9-11. Because he was in Boston flying yeah. to Los Angeles, which the two planes that hit the World Trade Center were. Yeah. Thankfully, he wasn't, and we were able to continue on for 22 more uh, twenty. Two more years after that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the next one was Oh Sherry from 2002. When Craig meet, met Sherry at a party back in 1989, emotions ran high, sparks flew, and Sherry wound up being stalked. This was shot on film in one of the biggest productions in Aeroscope Halloween short film history. Um, I believe the guy that played Craig was from the real world. He was Adam's roommate at the time. I can't remember his name. Yeah, no. But, you know, it was like, you know, you meet somebody at a party and you're like, oh, yeah, what's up? And then all of a sudden, like, one of them's I in love. I remember it now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember that. I was sitting there going, I don't really remember. Why don't I really remember this one? And they, yeah, okay. So yep. she's like, what are you doing? We just, like, talked. Like, you said hi to me. But um, Yeah. Wasn't yeah, the I mean, best one, but. We uh, I, we might know somebody kind of like that, so. 
Yeah, let's not mention names. Yeah, we're not going to go with names, but we we might know somebody like that. And uh, we, we don't want to be sued. Yeah, no. Uh, the next one we have is uh, Stevens Room from 2003. Ever wonder why we carve pumpkins on Halloween night? One couple learns the hard way just how serious the legend of Jack is and why you never, ever blow out the jack-o'-lantern before midnight. I mean, this one, for me, I mean, this is, you know, this is the nightmare. I'm here. Okay, I lost you. So say Um, whatever you just said again. I can see you. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I don't know what I said. Well, anyway, but uh, for me, this this one, I mean, for any parent, this one would be the ultimate nightmare, losing a child, especially if you're on the other side of the door. I mean, it's the story's a little bit, you know, out there a bit, but you know, is it, that that's the primal fear, you know? So losing yeah, I, the young end. I, I believe the kid was uh, Will Barrett's son at the time. So, but you know, creepy thought, you know, never blow your jack o' lanterns out. Yeah, I'm burn out on Halloween. Mm-hmm. All right, then we get uh, Midnight 2004. When Scott returns from a week-long trip to find out that someone or something has been screaming in his bedroom and disturbing his neighbors every night at midnight, things have only just begun to get creepy. One of the few scary Halloween shorts we have ever made. Midnight has an ending that has caused a lot of screams. This one was brilliant. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one of those, you know, that you can tell the whole time the guy's kind of like, the hell are they talking about? I wasn't there. But he never says anything, you know. They always yeah. just kind of put him down and, you know. Start they never give him the chance to say anything. Yeah, they never give him the chance. So he's just, you know, there. And then, you know, he's laying there and then you know, <laughs> midnight comes and there's a video. The TV automatically turns on to porn. I mean, it's yeah, <laughs> great. And then. Uh-uh. You know, I mean, th- that one was, that one was yeah. really good. I, I didn't see, I had a feeling it was something like a TV as they were talking, but then I wasn't expecting the ending. Yeah, yeah. All right, the next one, you got uh, Trick or Treat from 2005. A uh, man is perpetually bothered by the same guy who keeps ringing his door trying to trick or treat on Halloween night, starring Chris Romano and Eric Falconer of Blue Mountain State fame. This short proves that you're never too old for tricks or treats. This one, I mean, it was short. Yeah. And it got to the point. So, I mean, it was, it was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the best one. wasn't the worst one, but. You know, and, you know, that's something that could happen. Somebody's bothering yeah. you, and then all of a sudden you get killed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. Perhaps I won't get my head bitten off or whatever, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, next was King in the Box from 2006, when Jack, from Jack in the Box, pulls a shady move over on Burger King. The king pays him a visit on Halloween night to settle the score the only way he knows how. Mentioned at, by the New York Times, about.com, as one of the top short films of 2006. 
that's just funny watching Jack from Jack in the Box and the Burger King fucking going at it. Like, yeah, and the one. facial expressions on the Jack in the Box. Would yeah, change. they keep changing. And yeah, that one was a good one. The King's just stoic, just keeps coming like the Terminator and Michael mm-hmm. Myers. Well, it was something like he bought the deed to all the Burger Kings or something. Yeah, yeah. deeds for all the Burger Kings. You're going to turn them all to Jack in the Boxes. And then the twist at the end there with the girl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he hits him in the head and the burger falls out. like <laughs> Yeah. All the lettuce and stuff starts falling yeah. out. So that was King of the Box. Then uh, 2007's The Tiffany Problem. What's a thirty-year-old guy, thirty-year-old guy, to do when his wife says, when his wife stays home sick and ruins his trick-or-treating plans? Featuring a star-studded cast including Joel David Moore from Hatchet, Dodgeball, and Avatar, Corey English from the uh, Bedford Diaries, Unrest, and Hollison, Zachary Levi from Shazam, uh, Chuck Tangled, Thor Two, um, Bill Murray's brother was in it, uh, Joel Murray, yeah, uh, Adam Green. Joe Lynch, like, so, so do you think Mary would let you go trick-or-treating with me if, if you guys were out here and just me and you, no kids? No. No, yeah. Because we have the kids. Yeah. No kids? Yeah, she'd be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, same. But, uh, I, I like that one. That's, that, Adam Green said that's one of his favorites. That he made. Originally, it was supposed to be Danielle Harrison, not Corey English. But Danielle got sick. He called Milo Ventimiglia, who was like, why don't you call Corey? And that's how they met. Well, they had worked on Winter Tales together. So, I purposely gave you this one. Thank you, thank you. So, 2008, we have the TiVo. A man is delighted by how his new TiVo has changed his life until it becomes obsessed with him and begins killing people. Starring Perry Shen from Hatchet 1 through 3. So, I am a cable guy. My company does in, install these goddamn TiVos. And that goddamn sound is so freaking annoying. It is the first thing I shut off on every single box I ever touch. I don't care if the customer's had it on for 20 goddamn years. I shut that crap off. Um, I, I've never seen that video. But uh, I can assure you by the end of tomorrow when I back to work for the first time since the weekend I, I will be making sure everybody watches that <laughs> yeah. you know the same thing with like Jack in the Box when the face is changing yeah. and, and yep no but yeah that that that's a good one I, yeah. I really like that one that one's great I think the next one's also the best one but 2009's Jack Chop one and you're fucking done kid Scope's 11th annual Halloween short stars Paul Sollett, writer and director of Grace, as Nicolo, a Boston-area jack-o'-lantern enthusiast, pimping, the, pimping out a pumpkin common set that is guaranteed to make you the baddest dude in Revere. An instant viral internet phenomenon, over 6 million views to date. Um, jack Chop's Nicolo character became so popular that Adam Green brought him back as a reoccurring character on Scope's hit sitcom Holliston. I mean, that one was hilarious. Start to finish. I mean, he, it's a believable Boston accent. Yep. I believe um, Paul Saul is from Boston. Yeah. 
and and the my favorite part is after going over the fact that it's 1995, they mentioned financing for people from Lynn, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that's that's the icing on the cake right there. That 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 whole that whole skit is great. So originally, when they posted that, it had a real phone number on it, and people would call the number and. The business was like, what the fuck? What are you talking about, fucking jack job? And people were like, oh, don't forget the glow stick, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking glow glow stick. stick. (laughs) So definitely their biggest short Halloween short film. Yeah, no doubt. But, I mean, that that one was was great. I really like that one. So every so before you get to the next one, everyone expected a follow up to Jack Job. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sure they did. But you know, again, no stress. Trying to come yeah. up with a sequel that just causes stress. Yeah. Um, so the next year they had just take one in 2010. Airy Scope's 12th annual Halloween short film finds two trick or treaters faced with the moral dilemma of the honor bowl. Do they follow the rules and just take one piece of candy? Or does basic Halloween logic prove that there is no harm in being a little greedy on All Hallows' Eve? Adam Green and Joe Lynch star in this cautionary holiday tale with an ending that's sure to please our Halloween short film faithful. This one was pretty good. I like I, I like the whole debate, the going back and forth. Um, I love how they would dress up as Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Which will come into play later on. Yeah, later on that 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 becomes even so yeah. much better. Um, yeah, but no, that that one was good. I, again, not the best, not the worst, but a pretty good one. And had a appearance from uh, Nicolo at the end. Yeah, yeah, he did make that appearance. So uh, when you see an honor bowl, do you do, do you take all or do you take one? Uh, it depends on what's in it. Yeah. Lots of times the honor bowl is crap candy. Yeah. Um, if it's crap candy, then I don't care. I don't take any of it. I mean, but if there's enough Kit Kats in there to keep me happy, then yeah, I'm probably going to take a, at least a handful. Yeah. Um, next year you get downloading in you, 2011, in the mood to watch a good horror movie this Halloween. Before you do anything the illegal way, watch this spoof of 1950s cautionary public service films and think twice. You know. Because there was internet service back in the 50s, starring Ed Ackerman from Frozen, Hatchet 2, The Change-Up, Dave Boy, Hatchet 2, and Chillerama, and featuring the voice of Kevin Barbary, WAAF 107.3 FM Boston radio show, The Hillman Morning Show, which is no longer there. He got fired years ago. I don't think AAF's around anymore. It's not, but he was fired years, years ago. Probably around 2011, 2012. Um, but he's still a funny guy. You still see him at all the horror conventions and all the stuff there. He's always there. Yeah. He's a funny man. He's, he's, he's good. Um, but I I thought this one was pretty good too. (laughs) You could get leprosy and his arm just falls off. (laughs) Computer virus, you get. Play. I, I think I think that was Adam Green's statement on piracy, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was a good one. Yeah. All right. Next, we have driving lessons from 2012. 
In John Carpenter's 1978 classic, Halloween, Michael Myers was suddenly able to drive a car after having sat in a sanitarium staring at the wall since childhood. While the filmmakers addressed this slight plot hole briefly in the original movie with a throwaway line by Donald Pleasance, maybe someone around here gave him lessons. We here at Aeroscope Pictures, or they there at Aeroscope Pictures, were fortunate enough to track down a never-before-seen deleted scene from Halloween, thoroughly explained what really happened. The 14th annual Halloween short film parodies their favorite slasher film of all time, stars Joel David Moore, Avatar and Hatchet, and Kane Hodder, Hatchet 1 through 3, as Michael Myers. This one was also really, really good. This was, yeah. you know, top five. Um, really like this one. Yeah, Kane, Kane um, did a great job. So this was Kane's way of playing Michael Myers, even though yeah. it was just for a short film, and he's now playing Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, um, Michael Myers, and Victor Corelli. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought it was funny. Like, you could add that into the movie, and it would look yeah. like a real scene. Like, but... Uh, in 2013, they had Halloween hugs. The staff at Aeroscope pitches find themselves dealing with a horrifying dilemma after Adam Green rents a coffin for a special 15th anniversary Halloween party, and the strange man who drops it off insists under no circumstances does he want the coffin returned to him. Little do they know that the reason the man does not want the coffin back is far more terrifying, adorable, than even this group of seasoned horror filmmakers were prepared for. With many key faces from our core crew, from their core crew over the years playing themselves, Halloween Hugs may be the weirdest and most fun Halloween short they ever made. After 15 years of making these, that's saying a lot. Who wants a hug? This one was hilarious. <laughs> really funny. I think I've, I've seen that one before. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny because the thing speak in Spanish the whole time. They have no idea what it's yeah, saying. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just, it's just trying to give hugs. That's all. all pun on one. It was to give hugs, and, and they're all flipping out, crying in the corner. Uh, stay. You know, was Josh Ethier, Will Barrett, Sarah Elbert, Adam Green, and you know <laughs> when she's hitting her with a rubber prop. Oh yeah, making the squeaking noise. He goes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that's one of my favorites. I just like I showed that to Hunter, and he was just like, "What the hell is that?" But um, in 2014, uh, Happy Halloween, a Skype call between a husband and wife on Halloween night takes a disturbingly dark dark turn in our. 16th annual Halloween short film starring Sean Asmore from X-Men The Fallen and Frozen, Adam Green's Frozen, not Disney's, and Bria Grant from Heroes and Dexter. This one was kind of dark. <laughs> kinda? <laughs> okay, this one was fucking dark. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it starts off so lighthearted and then you know, it's just like Boom. <laughs> yeah. You you think they're divorced or, you know, away on vacation or something. Or he's like a you know, she's like, you know, off at a you know, business trip or Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Depressing. Yeah. <laughs> a little crazy. Um the following year, two thousand fifteen, was Monster Problems. 
Being a monster isn't as easy as it looks. Derek Mayers from Friday the 13th, 2009. Kelly Vermin from The Chica Show. And Colton Dunn from NBC's Superstore stars. Three hungry monsters that meet their match in Aeroscope's 17th annual short film. This one was genius and hilarious, too. I really like this one, too. This again, top five. I mean, <laughs> still, oh, he's under the blanket. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody, every kid had those, you know, those nights where you just, like, you, you just hear something, the house made some damn noise, and you're just like, oh, nope, I'm done with it. Under the covers. Yeah. That, uh, was pretty funny. Like, when he jumps from the bed, and they were like, why didn't you grab him? Like, man, he jumped. Like, you know, especially it's Colton so Dunn. So far away. Yeah, Colton Dunn is funny. Derek Mears is funny. <laughs> yeah. And then in 2016, Don't Do It, starred Chase Williamson from John Dies at the End and the Guest in the legendary Sid Hag from The Devil's Rejects and Jackie Brown as they star in the 18th annual short film that carves up an often ignored moral dilemma with jack-o'-lanterns that will hit you right in the pumpkins. That one was good. Sid Haig did great. Robert the Pumpkin. Robert the Pumpkin. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Cut your fucking face up. <laughs> And then in 2017, a Holliston Halloween. The cast of Holliston, which Joe Lynch, Adam Green, Corey English, Laura Ortiz, find themselves in a scary situation when rehearsal goes horribly wrong. Scope's 19th annual Halloween shot film. And more. Sorry. Thanks. You know. As a fan of Holliston and wanting a third season this helped curve it for a few months but still waiting on season three it's a good twist uh, had a good twist and i love when they're like what about this guy from framingham like because on the show they shit on framingham why wouldn't you fucking framingham which leads us to the 20th year 2018 the intervention. All good things must come to an end. Or do they? Adam Green comes to face-to-face faces with one of his worst nightmares in the 20th annual Aeroscope Halloween short film featuring an enormous cast from our two dec- decades of Halloween shorts. The intervention is the biggest short film in Aeroscope history. That one was pretty good, too. Like you said earlier with the Bert and Ernie. The Bert, <laughs> Have you seen the yeah. news? <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> guys, on coming out as a couple. <laughs> what? And then they hold hands. Yeah. And uh, the, three, the, the three Michael, yeah, I'm hitting your Amanda. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he knocks, when Kane Hodder knocks the pumpkin over. Yeah. It says, uh, like, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> I don't have to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah. And I love the reindeer from Fairy Tale Police. That wasn't a Halloween short film, but that's on yeah. the website. It's very funny. Here did BBS. And then um, the Jack was there from Jack. Uh, 
from the Jack in the Box one. Nicolo was there. King. The uh the 50s announcer guy. <laughs> when he starts yeah, talking, and they got to turn the volume up. Yeah. And every time Will said something, they'd be like, Will! You know, so racist. Yeah. <laughs> so racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking tries to kill himself. and <laughs> But that was definitely funny. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, and that was a really good one. All right. Well, thank you for giving me this one. Uh, 2019, we have Pumpkin Dick. Three kids try and scare each other by playing a spooky game on Halloween night. Americana, Presley Alexander, and Bryson Robinson star in Aerie Scope's 21st annual Halloween short film. I mean, this one was childish and funny. <laughs> it's right up our alley. What are you talking about? But, you know. Yeah, it's pretty good. Not the best one. It was pretty yeah. good. Um. Okay, so yeah, the next one is the pandemic one. Yeah, I mean, 2019 was kind of beginning of the pandemic. Um, yeah. 2020, full size is the pandemic one. So 2020, we have full size when a global health crisis forces filmmaker and Halloween enthusiast Adam Green to take a year off from his tradition of giving out <clears> full size <throat> candy bars to trick or treaters. His reputation as the most generous guy in the neighborhood comes back to haunt him. The coronavirus pandemic may have ruined Halloween for most people in 2020. But Harry Scope's 22nd annual Halloween short film proved that not even a worldwide plague could stop us from celebrating the greatest holiday of the year. I mean, this one was a good concept, good way to work in current events. <laughs> and considering the guidelines they were under, you know, having to be yeah. six feet apart, very limited mm-hmm. cast on set. Um, yeah. Start Adam Green and Sarah Elbert and then, you know, uh, I forgot to say in the intervention when Punham talks about fucking the dog in the ass. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, it just came to me for some unknown reason. That <laughs> puppet molested me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, considering the circumstances they were under, they could have just said fuck it, but they yeah. still put one out and and then in 2021, Ghost Dog, when a a broken-hearted man on Halloween, a broken-hearted man's Halloween wish comes true, he winds up paying the price he never saw coming. Starring Ed Ackerman of Hatchet Two and Frozen, and Arwen, pictures of Arwen, Adam Green's dog, as uh, Detective McManus, <laughs> and. If a dog could talk, that's probably what it would fucking sound like. Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Hey, what's that? You I smell a dog. I smell another lasted dog. Lasted longer than I would have. Dead, 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 dead. So when he's like, new number, who dis? You are now my friend. Um, And then this year's Halloween costumes, cruelty, a public service announcement about a problem that was far too many children face every Halloween. Won't you please help the 24th annual Halloween short film from Harry's Go Pitches. So the backstory behind this was when Adam Green was in first grade, he went to 
a guy named John Anguish's birthday party around Halloween. It was a costume party. And Adam's mom got him the Ace Freely costume, which was a mask and a shirt that said Ace Freely on it. Mm-hmm. And when Adam got to the party, the birthday boy, John Anguish, was also dressed as Ace Freely in the same exact outfit. So Adam had to go home because John got upset that somebody else was dressed as Ace Freely. So I thought it was okay. I mean, it's not the best. It's It's really funny. Yeah. But I did watch it when it premiered live. Uh, last Tuesday, or two Tuesdays ago, last Tuesday, one of the two. <clears throat> so that that's the 24 um, short films. In, in 2018, the plan was to stop them with the 20th anniversary. But so he had the um, the interns put together a documentary for the love of Halloween which um, in 1998, Adam Green and Will Barrett threw together a short film called Columbus Day Weekend to screen at a Halloween party. Little did they know that it would give birth to an annual tradition that would spend two decades and spawn a feature film and television stu- production studio that would la- become a leader in, of the indie horror, indie horror scene. For the Love of Halloween is a feature-length documentary featuring all your favorite key plays from the Aeroscope family as they take a walk down memory lane and share their candid stories behind the 20 years of Halloween shorts. All right. So what are your thoughts on the whole concept of one night, no stress, no money? I wish I was that creative. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine the shit we could have came up with. Just the, the, the concepts, the, 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 the ones that have the, the real true scares in them are are really built up well, <clears throat> which, I mean, you, you, you would expect anyway, but I mean, for a short film to, to really build up, I mean, the, like, like the one at mid, on midnight, you, you don't see that filming. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, I think it's great. I, that, I, I like that, he, you know, they, they have something that they can do that they can just kind of, you know, yeah, hopefully it's fun for them, but yeah, you know, it's always they're always funny. They're always fun to watch, and you know, and then you know, it kind of gets you in the Halloween mood, you know, yeah, especially if it's Halloween related. And it yeah, kinda, definitely. Okay, it it kind of reignites their passion for filmmaking. Yeah, so that's also good for us because then you know we get movies like Victor Crowley and Frozen yeah. and Digging Up the Marrow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely finding myself preferring the, the funnier, more yeah. comedy horror movies these days than the needlessly gory ones. <laughs> well, we're getting old, man. You know. it, it happens. Uh, what was your favorite short? Uh, I mean, that's tough. Um, it could be the Jack Chop. It could be the TiVo. It, it it depends on the day and the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Halloween Hugs was mine. I did put out in the Crypt Keepers Facebook group asking people to kind of list their top threes on the um, yeah Facebook group. I said that. 
the top one was Jack Chop, followed by Just Do It, Just Take One, and Holliston in full size. Those were the the top answers that I got. Um, my favorite is Halloween Hugs. If I need a good laugh, I put that on because I find that fucking hilarious when all these people are running around and this little puppet is just wreaking havoc. And at the end, when they open the door and all the other puppets are there, like, hey, we're at the party, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your least favorite? Um, hmm. <laughs> That's also a tough one. Um. Gosh. Uh, I'd say for me, mine was O'Sherry. Yeah, I mean, there's that one. Um, yeah, I guess I'd go with that. I mean, it's either that or really, it could be that or Steven's room. Yeah. Um, for me. And which one do you feel was the funniest? Oh, definitely the Chat Chop. Yeah, that, that was my answer, too. <laughs> Maybe because we're from cool. there, from yeah. you know, Massachusetts. Yeah, I mean, and there's, that's... Enough, yeah there's, there's enough there for, you know, people from everywhere else who want to make fun of Boston that they can laugh at it. But there's enough there that if you're from the area, you know the area, you know the people in the area. Yeah. There's enough there that you can laugh at beyond what everybody else is laughing at. So it's and we it, definitely it, understand it, it why really is good. We definitely understand why Lynn has a layaway plan. Yeah, definitely. What definitely. was the scariest one? Do you think? Um, <sighs> I mean. I would have to go with Midnight. Yeah. I mean, that was the only one that had a real true, like, ah, yeah, you know, scare to it. it. Um, um, it was lighthearted throughout, but I mean, it had the spooky vibe. I think that, you know, the, the darkest yeah, that, one was the, <laughs> was the one with the guy from X-Men there. Um, which one? The one on the phone call, the Skype call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, any favorite? Were you, were you surprised by any of the people in them, like like the cam the cameos? I mean, I was a little surprised to see Zachary Levi, but other than that, I mean, everybody else, I I know that I've seen them connected to him somehow. So it's well, Zachary Levi was in Frozen. I don't remember him being in it. Yeah, <laughs> I, be- I believe he was. Yeah, I believe it was him and Sean Aspore. Is it? Oh, maybe. So, yeah, I just didn't remember him being in that. Yeah, it's definitely people that have all worked with Adam and Harry Scope throughout the years. Kane Hodder, Sid Hay. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Lynch with the, the podcast. Um, If you think any of them could become a movie, which one do you think could become a full-length feature film? Just based off the story. Hmm. Well, 
it's tough because some of them aren't, you know, they're, they're kind of confined. I think you could, I mean, you couldn't not just off of just the story, but, you know, the characters in the story, you could definitely do one on monster problems. Um, yeah. That one's good. I can um, see that being like a horror comedy. like. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of, what was that Fred Savage movie, My Little Monster? Uh, no. Fred Savage um, and Howie Mandel. Little, yeah, Little Monsters. Little Monsters. Yeah. That's what Derek May's character reminded me of. Yeah. And, I mean, some of them, I mean, you can really make a movie out of the, well, you could make a movie out of the Tiffany problem. They already have a couple times. Yeah. Um, it just ends differently. <laughs> so, I mean. I mean, I'd love to see the, the king of the box, you know, Jack fighting fucking Wendy and Ronald McDonald. Yeah, but. <clears throat> and I, I, th- I think they could drag out Midnight a little more. Are like the trick or treat one, but yeah, I mean the trick or treat one you could just because you know it's you know they're just coming up to the door and taking out. Yeah. You know you could create an investigation around it and stuff like that, but yeah. Well, that wraps up Aeroscopes um, Halloween short films. Once again, you can find them on Aeroscope.com under shorts or on their YouTube page. There's a few other shorts like um, The Winter Tales, It's a Mall World, um, The Real World Spoof with Michael Myers Living in the House, and um, Fairy Tale Police, which was an Xbox short. But check them out. And I say the bar is now closed. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us and stay up to date with the podcast at the Movie Bar Pod on Twitter, at Movie Bar Podcast on Instagram, and at the Movie Bar Podcast on Facebook. And get official Movie Bar shirts at www.bonfire.com slash store slash Movie Bar Podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Podcast, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and most places you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to check out our new website, www.moviebarpod.com. One day I will delete new because that thing is like a month old now. But And join our whatnot. Join whatnot using our link, whatnot.com forward slash invite forward slash the movie bar and get a $15 credit for free. Thank you for listening. Please let us know what you want to hear by contacting us on social media or via email at themoviebar at outlook.com. Please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Proud process.